You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening, welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Hey, I'm John, I'm your host for this evening, and tonight I'm joined by Chris. How you doing? Alright. Uh, you good? I'm good, aye. Much better than I thought uh, it was going to be. Well, aye, I know. Last week it was uh, John and me were on and we were a bit kind of, not quite depressed, but on the verge. Uh, when talking about Scotland, but aye, we've actually got some positivity with regards to that. However, if you'd be uh, spoke after the Canada game, it may not be as positive. Yeah, so, but... We'll probably, we'll probably just skip by that, I think. Uh, charity bet. Ah, it wasn't Hibs that Hibsed it. It was Morton that Hibsed it. Because Hibs won 2-1. And Morton, who probably, even though Hibs are top of the league, Morton looked maybe as much of a banker as Hibs, with the fact they'd not been beaten in a year at home. Aye, didn't Fairman ruined that for this. Aye, a bit of a shocker. Uh, that's, that's guaranteed how to break a, a run, is uh, get us to put a bit on. Aye, exactly, <laughs> so... If there's any other teams that are in good runs, let us know so we can jinx them for you. Or if your team is playing them and you're really desperate for a win, let us know, okay? <laughs> we'll, we'll put we'll put the opposite team on. Well, um, mind we got fourth and banned for the bet a couple of weeks ago, and they're now like a point at the head at the top of the league two. And they were running away at one point. Aye, they were, aye. And they could have been overtaken this so, weekend had Arbroath not also lost. <laughs> aye. But uh, Championship, apart from Dunfermline winning it, Morton, which was a pretty important result for them in terms of dragging them a wee bit away from the relegation battle, but still in it. Uh, Ayr won again against fellow, uh, I don't know what you call them, relegation avoiders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's got very <laughs> tight down English, there all of a sudden, isn't it? Because, I mean, uh, a few weeks ago you were thinking, ah, well, maybe goodness, it'll be safe, and now you're going, Goodness, they're voting over their shoulders. <laughs> they're only five aye, clear at air. And air are in the playoff place, so... Yep. It's uh, exciting stuff at the bottom of that division. Is, at the other end... It's exciting, like, second, third and fourth still, because yep. anything could happen that, but um, it's looking like Habs have won that, isn't it? Aye, definitely. Bowen could have put a wee bit of pressure on um, if they continue to win, but aye, I mean, it's looking like uh, Hibs should, should be all right. Um, yeah, well, they're, they're 10 clear with a game in hand over Falkirk. Um, but the game was in Morton right enough and yeah. it's, uh, it's looking almost done and dusted Hibs should be back in the, the top flight again next season yes um, so I the team that might be most in danger might be the Barton in terms of them slipping into the, the playoff spot but yeah, we'll see anything um, like I think is it Air United played Dundee United on Tuesday night yes yeah, so they've got, um, I think St Martin have still got a game to make up as well obviously cause the Challenge Cup which we'll come on to I probably come on to it technically. I don't think they might have a hangover, so maybe Earth can capitalise on that. Um, but I challenge up itself. But actually, if I got to speak about it last week, uh, Jordan made actually briefly spoke about it before the podcast started, but we never actually get out to talk about it last week. But I, I've watched the highlights. It looked like it was a kind of pretty decent game, quite open. Uh, both teams kind of had chances, but what about that goal from Tony Andrew? Oh, it's a peach. It's. it's, it's... It's as good a, a goal as you're likely to see at any level, to be honest. Um, he just, he, is he even facing the goal when he hits it? <laughs> he just seems Aye. to swivel as he volleys it and it just flies into the net. 
Can I can finish. Um, I think the the, the defending the forward are probably a bit suspect though. It was about something. Was it measured about eighty seconds between the two goals? Between Dundee United taking away and yeah. Burnley equalising. Aye, it was. Uh, that was a nice finish as well from Rory Loy. Good, good strikers finish. Uh, not too dissimilar from the chance that Morgan had earlier on, before it, when it was now now. He could have put it just by the post. Um, and then the winner, great cross by Simon Murray, and then headed finished by Mickelson, did what everyone's told, headed back across goal. So. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's three decent goals, and they're all pretty different goals, but um, the defending's a bit suspect for the Superman equaliser. But nah, I think um, three decent goals, decent game, uh, good day out in the first park for the. Uh, both teams, I think Saint Mirren will be disappointed they never won it, given the form they've been in away, and given yeah. the United's form as well. I mean, I, I said earlier on Saturday morning that I reckon that it was a shoe for Saint Mirren to win it. So that's why your charity bet's so garbage, isn't it? Aye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think Saint Mirren, I would all be slightly disappointed, but by all accounts, Jack Ross is pretty pleased with a performance and everything like that. So it's a case to uh, focus back on the league and try and avoid relegation. Yep. So that's, um, that's Dundee United falling in the footsteps of their city rivals, having won the, the top flight and now all three domestic uh, cups. Ah, I've seen you tweet that's, that, aye. Uh, not bad, not bad. Go- I mean, when you consider the likes of like, Hearts and Hibs, who have both had a crack at this uh, trophy in the last couple of years, they haven't done it. Yep. So it's uh, it's, it's not a bad feat. Aye, sorry, aye, not bad. Eh... Uh... <laughs> Aye, as I said, in terms of Scotland, there's probably not much to say about the Canada game. I've never seen it. No. I've never I don't know if you've seen it. No. no. no I, don't, I don't have many folks seen it. Um, poorly attended, and I don't think. I think probably it was more a case of Strachan found out who he could maybe play. Yeah. As opposed to who was going to maybe compete for a start. That's it. He was, he was giving people a game. That was, that was, that was really important, and we did that. We didn't lose. Um, yeah. It's just it's, just, it's international friendly. It's they they play them because they need to play them pretty much. And yeah. Other than that, they don't, you well just no bother showing them in the telly. <laughs> Aye, the disappointing thing uh, I would say obviously Brian Fraser missed out because he was injured, and then Buck get withdrawn after forty five minutes. I don't know if that was because he wasn't playing well, or if it was sort of fear of any kind of injury, but he wasn't involved yesterday at all. But that's not the first time he's been in the squad and then not involved because it was a. Uh, the double head, head early on in the campaign, I think he started the game and then the next game he was out. Was that the... Yeah. Must have been Lithuania and Slovenia, double header? Uh, I think so, aye. Ah, yes, I um, remember that, but nah, I, don't know, I don't know why he never featured. Um, much. I say I never seen uh, the Canada game, so I can't really talk about it. Aye. Um, however, it didn't really matter that he didn't inv- get involved last night because uh, Scotland won with a, I would say, best performance since the Ireland game. Uh, I think see, most people are saying that. See, let's face it, that's what happens when you fill the team with Celtic players. <laughs> I don't think you can just get everybody to that, but well, I've seen a bit of talk that. Yeah, the, 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 there's a, there is merit to that thinking, because obviously Celtic have a great season, um, so if you can put as many of the Celtic players who are used to winning into that team, then fair enough. Um, they had a mixed kind of, kind of run, um, uh, like Gordon. Had not have all that much to do. So it's oh, hard to say safe. about him. One there was one save first half from whoever the number 14 was from Savina and Belchak or something like that yeah, where he just stood up and made himself big in yeah. the post 
That was only kind of real save I can remember. Yeah, that's all I can remember as well. They were, they were yeah. really troubled, which was good. Um, there was but, a debate play right back. With the, I think a lot of people thought it might be Anya after he got the nod in the, well, the, the Canada the, game. The other conversation that I uh, had with a couple of people was playing Robertson at right back and playing Tierney at left back, but he did the reverse. He played Tierney at right back. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I must admit, I've never seen the first like, 25 minutes of the game. Um, but there was quite a few people saying Tierney was struggling a bit to get used to playing on a different side. He kept trying to use, like, turn the news' left side. Um, but he kind of came into the game. The longer it went on, he played great. Um, uh, he's all, the folks saying he's a new Danny McGrain because <laughs> he gets switched to, to play. You for certainly said that. You I certainly said, I've said that a couple of times. But yeah. I, I, that, that, that's a direct comparison because Danny McGrain also had to switch sides to play for Scotland. Aye, Just I can understand. We had two at the same. They were good at that um, side. Well, I can understand. Aye, I can understand why you put Tierney there instead of Robertson. I think Tierney's better defensively, better all round. So if you've maybe got Robertson bombing forward on the left. Then Tierney's maybe going to burn it, maybe kind of sits back a bit more. Yeah. Plus, he's going to have to get used to the position. He said it himself, though, that he will kind of concentrate, kind of practice with his right foot and all that. So, well, I, I, could, I, he'll get to go back to the formation, Danny McGrain, and probably practice now. <laughs> aye. You will throw all sorts of pointers. Um, uh, so, that can only be good for Scotland. That's, we need an option on that right hand side. We we're, we're overwhelmed with left backs, which is. It's a nice problem to have, but not when you don't have any right back. So if you can get one yeah. player there, then great. Definitely. Um, uh, I, I, thought he, I thought he did well as he came on. Aye, um, definitely. Hugo John's up the park in the second half as well. Yes, when he kind of came into the game aye, a lot more. You were saying he was hanging back, but it was a couple of times he was getting forward as well. So, aye, that was good. Martin um, and Hanley weren't really troubled. No, they, Hanley, wasn't they troubled. Hanley wasn't playing. Not Hanley, sorry, Martin. Mulgrew. Uh, Mulgrew. Aye. Aye. The, the, the almost almost the seventh Celt Mulgrew given that that's where he kind of won player of the year a few years ago playing for Celtic at centre back so um, again I I think they were they were reasonable enough I don't, I'm still not 100% confident in the in any of the central defenders I think it's probably a weakest position but um, yeah. I can't fault them this time I don't there was nothing stupid they got the job done it's, it's fine fine by me yeah, yeah um, first half first half as well I think Martin McGrew were obviously instructed to try and get the ball quickly into the channels yeah. for Griffiths to chase, which was causing Slovenia problems as well. They, they had a nightmare with Griffiths. Now, oh, aye. I've got to feel sorry for Griffiths in this one because a lot of people are going to remember the two changes you had that would work. Especially the first one, which looked harder to miss. Aye, um, should have scored that, definitely, aye. without a doubt. But for the 47 minutes, we'll say, that he played in the game... Um, he was causing all sorts of problems. He was either running the ball and holding it up, or he was getting filled. Yep. They just yep, could definitely. not handle him. And it, when he went off, uh, just at the start of the second half, I thought that was something people were sadly missing. I, I, I don't have a problem with Naismith. Uh, he's good at what he does, but he's just not quite as good at that hassle on the, the defence as Griffiths was. So, um, yeah. the, the real annoying thing is... Right, I think it was the right sub, though, the right choice to make. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think he had much like, option. It was a white ball. Yeah, he's just not quite as good at doing what Griffiths was doing well, unfortunately for us. Ah. But uh, the real thing, the real annoying thing about that is uh, the, the way Griffiths had got injured was that knee oh, in the back with the keeper. The thing that the keepers right. always get away with. Yep. I mean, how many times you see right. it, they come out with a leg up and all sorts. And keepers, keepers yep. for a, a position that's so overprotected, you would think... Um, they, they, like, they might get a, they wouldn't get away with as much as they get away with but it's, it's, it's a double whammy with your goalkeepers absolutely aye I, I, I mean, you, it's definitely a foul well that's that but I mean you could maybe give the uh, 
the referee the, the benefit of the doubt with that one because he was maybe like it was the wrong side of it to see it probably. But I mean, I never realised what happened at first either. It was only after the replay I seen he'd been needing the back. So that's a bit of a concern. I suppose it's sort. Well, as a Celtic fan, it's a bit of a concern there because I don't know how I don't know to what extent that is. If it was just a a sore one, you'll be all right in a couple of days or, or what. I hope that's all it is. Um, I'd probably just be winded, I would think. Well, I'd have thought of it, whatever it was, it seemed to seize up because they obviously sent him out for the second half because that that happened right at the end of the first half. They sent him out for the second half to try and play and he couldn't yeah. get gone, so they had to take him off there and then. But uh, it was a shame. I mean, like you say, the, the, the first one, he hit the, the, the crossbar, looked like it was harder to miss, but the second one was unlucky. He hit the post and came back out. I mean, another day that had the post and goes in. In fact, in another half of the game, it gets the post and goes in. Because uh, the, the, the effort that Martin had hit the post went in. That could easily hit the post and go back out. Yeah. So, that was fair enough. But um, as far as the rest of the Celtics go, I would have to agree with man of the match. I thought Stuart Armstrong just carried his, his club form into the, the international, which cannot be said for James Forrest, who is probably no, the most disappointing of the six Celtic players. Ah, yeah, I think as well, especially the fact that Forrest, uh, he got filled early and probably had a good chance to kind of get him on the ball and then that's, maybe that, get an advan- a, man advantage, but it didn't really, didn't really work out. That, that's the best yeah. way to deal with Forrest, kick him early, he'll pride. Aye, he, he'd never seen much of the ball to be fair, but aye, I, I just I think he's a way to our jersey for Scotland. Maybe aye, all right off the bench at times, but I just I don't think he's ever done anything. No, I've never Scotland. seen him do it for Scotland either. Um, it's a shame because... On, on his day for Celtic, he, he's, he can be unplayable, but uh, he doesn't always have that day for Celtic either. So Aye, when, you, when you play for Scotland, you've got limited times. So you need to be on all the time when you play for yeah. the national. That is, oh. like, you play for Celtic, you're playing like 50, 60 games a season just about. Yeah. A lot of our threat all first half came from Robertson. Can I come in down the left? Uh, uh, I'm in Snodgrass. I thought like, Snodgrass delivering the box was... Terrific in the first half, especially. It was, aye. The corner set pieces as well. Yeah. In fact, I haven't set up the, the, the one for Griffiths that hit the ball. That was, that was perfectly weighted. I think, yep. uh, to, to give Griffiths the benefit of the doubt, it just it seemed to sit up in the air forever, and then but the defender was able to close Griffiths down, so he had to take it just a wee bit earlier than the delight. But, yeah. full credit, it's not Griffiths. He took out the keeper and a couple of defenders with that cross. It was terrific. Yeah, definitely. The one thing as well, possibly, I wasn't too sure about Snodgrass playing the left, I think he suits the number 10 role better, however, more Armstrong's form, that's why Snodgrass was out there, but it worked well because he can kind of check in a wee bit and let yeah. uh, Robertson overlap, so yeah, that's actually worked out all right with that one. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the most part, I thought it was a... Many people are calling it a brave selection by Strachan, but I thought it was absolutely spot on. They got every... But pretty much every position, right? I mean, yep. he, there wasn't much to pick for centre halves, um, and I think what he did have, he picked right. Um, the the switch for Tierney was was a good move. Brown apparently he's now the most capped. Uh, he's got the most captaincies as a Celtic player. That's like twenty two or something. Like that. He's passed Roy Aitken, I think it is, twenty one before. Right, well, that's a weird start, but yeah. I um, but yeah, I thought I thought. <laughs> There was a point about 10 minutes for the end where Brown's passes suddenly just went astray and that was the point I was thinking, nah, it's gone, we've got no chance of winning this now. Um, and that was probably the part that was a few folk in the crowd who we were booing, but um, that wasn't the only person that was getting booed, I should point out. Because uh, when, was it, oh, yeah. was it the 82nd minute that Martin came on? <laughs> yeah. And he got booed. 
Well, I mean, I, I mean to defend the Tart Army here, Mark McGee did suggest that if you don't like what you're seeing, boo, in the press conference. He did Friday. say that. So, but I, I don't agree with any players getting booed. Nah. I don't I'm, think it's right. Uh, the only time I, well, I agreed with it is maybe when the whole Barry Ferguson and McGregor thing a wee bit, but even then, um, I don't think you should boo your, your players. No, you know the most laughable thing is today? Chris Boyd is saying, oh, you shouldn't be booing your players. Well, you shouldn't be turning your back in your country either, Chris, so aye. maybe don't throw stones, eh? Aye, I've seen that as well. But I fair play to Martin, He's taken a, he has taken a bit of stick and he came up with a goal. Uh, very clever pass by Armstrong because pass. probably a lot, of thought, a lot of people would have thought he would have played out wide for the cross, but he had the inside to play inside. Uh, and aye, the rest is history. But it was a pleasing performance. Realistically, I just I think I a win, I very good, but it's just probably giving a wee bit of false hope now. I'd, you never know. Maybe the players have got a right boost from it. Maybe in a way you'd wish it had been a doubleheader competitively. Because after that, players would be been a high, and then maybe playing England, uh, you'd be yeah. up for it. But now you've got a break for about three months. Yeah, next game's um, June. That's sort of, just the end of March now, so we've a good few months before we play again. But. There, there is still a lot to uh, kind of claw back here. Um, the BBC's done, so they've been basically churning the numbers and they reckon we still need eight points for the four games that aren't against Malta. So we need two oh, wins and two aye. draws. That's a lot. Especially when you can see the games at home with the, the runaway leader of England. I don't, I don't even know if that would definitely be enough, but I suppose maybe there is a potential for three wins. So, I mean, I, I thought Slovenia would be really disappointing, but when you look at their stats in terms of goals for and against, they don't score many, they don't concede many, so that's yeah. probably the way they play. They probably just play to pick up 1-0 wins. Um, and aye, it backfired on them. Is that not who England drew with, actually? Because England dropped two points. I'm pretty sure England uh, drew Yeah. Aye. I think they were unbeaten prior to us, were they not? Uh, Maybe. Possible. I think, well, the, 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 trick, the, the tricky thing for us is we've got, two, we've got three home games, but two of them are against the teams that are first and second they want England and Slovakia um, so we need to go to Lithuania who we really should have beat at home we still need to go to Slovenia who will be another tough game uh, and obviously another game's at home tomorrow Aye I mean it would be great to have it still to play for into the final game but uh, I don't know we'll see we'll see I maybe, think maybe, it, maybe we, it could be a turning point We saw enough in the game against Slovenia that they're still fighting that Scotland squad Um there's still ability in that Scotland squad. And we probably should have won more than 1-0 in that game. It was just... Most, like, most chances we've created for a long time. Yeah. And uh, actually shots in target as well. To be honest, there was people compared it with... It when, actually, you compared it with the start of, that, start of this conversation with the, the Ireland game, where we beat uh, Ireland 1-0. But that was a tighter game. Because yeah. that, that could have been 1-0 either way. I mean, I don't think Slovenia ever looked like they were getting in other than maybe a 0-0 draw out of that. So aye, aye. It's, 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 it's renewed a bit of hope, if maybe not for this campaign, but it's renewed a bit of hope that at least Scotland's got somewhere to go now. Probably, possibly aye. I mean, I'm with you, I, I think it's probably still too late in this, this campaign, um, but it's we, we need uh, if we want to qualify for 2020, then now's a good time to start and hit the ground running for that campaign, because then yeah. you get to the 24 teams that qualify. Aye, the only kind of thing that might be going for us is that English players might be tired at the end of the season. If you know that way, 
Southgate's still quite early in the job and all that kind of thing. Obviously, our players are retired as well, but well, a lot of their players are maybe playing. You, you say our players might retire. I mean, there's a good chance that Celtic will wrap a title up this weekend and then half the squad will be for the rest for a couple of games. Well, well that's the thing. But you're maybe, you're maybe the argument is that a lot of these players are playing at a more competitive level. And, but, yeah. So, but yeah, that think... could work in our favour. Realistically, I, I think England are too good for this. Um, but you never know. The, the other problem I've got, um, well, I say we, I mean Celtic here, is that this game against England comes in June the 10th. There's a good chance all the Celtic players that played for Scotland there are going to play again in that game. So that's quite a few players who are going to have to be on uh, duty at the, the start of, towards the middle of June. And then they're back for qualifiers in July. So they're not going to get much rest. Aye. It's a daft, it's a daft time to have a fixture. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's UEFA's calendar. There's not a lot we can do about it because it's UEFA that set the, the international fixture. It's UEFA that set the, the Champions of Qualifiers. I say Champions of Qualifiers, that's still a bit presumptuous. Because what was stopping them having a double header this instead of friendlies? Yeah. Why not? Because I just had it then. And yeah. that would have been. And not had the June one. Far better, far better aye. Um, so. Not that our players aren't that our players are anywhere about it because none of our players are getting called up. Yeah, so he's never get called up, so you're alright. Aye, we actually might get. Why you say uh, that? But now I'm again over over for this. Well, aye, aye. Because uh, last so. I checked, they did they did beat Norway two 0 no, no, no. Aye, aye. Again, continue to defy belief in terms of how well they're doing. So yeah, um, international football goes back in the box for a few months, and then we're back uh, onto the the domestic front again. Yes. And, and you'll get the novelty this weekend because I'm actually going to hope Aberdeen win. Oh, you hope they win? I don't want to clinch the title on Friday night. I hate clinching the title when you're in the house watching the telly. Well, I'll be in the house uh, watching yeah. the telly, whatever happens, but I mean, like, the players, do you think, no think that maybe, like, when Leicester clinched the title last season, there was this wee twinge that they wish they'd done it themselves and they'd just been Spurs getting beat? I mean, it's, it's aye, I think win, so, aye. It probably is, aye. It's probably when you're less than you've never won the league before, it's a big thing. Aye, they wouldn't care how they won it. But, probably, but aye, you want to win you it. You want to win it yourself. Ideally, you want to win it in front of your own fans. That's always a thing. Yes. Yeah, but, I, I, win it in front of your own fans, or at least win it yourself. But, yeah, if you win it in the sofa, then so be it. Aye, yeah, Jeremy spoke a wee bit last week about how I am sure, pretty sure as well. If there was a pl- if there was another place at Celtic wouldn't mind winning it, Tyne Castle would be would be quite sweet as well. Yeah. Considering the history between the two clubs in terms of the whole Lennon situation and different things like that, and there's no love lost exactly as well. It's so, an interesting way to bookend the season as well, because Tyne Castle's where we played the first league game. Yes. But I uh, see what happens. Um so I probably move on to predictions or is there Anything else to cover in the last week? Uh, uh, really Rangers still having to get still having to get a coach. Barry Ferguson still desperate for that job. Um, <laughs> See that on BBC website. And, aye, interviews all the time. Aye, uh, I think what, is it Alty Ray or something's interviewed for that as well. Aye, Peter Lovingcans. Uh, it's just the name at the moment, isn't it? Aye, and then I think I'd bet Jonathan Johansson maybe getting interviewed as well. It's just basically it's Rangers. It's like exactly. if you're in it, Bob Malcolm will get interviewed next. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> Just be aye. Like I said, we'll see what happens. Uh, aye, there's, aye. A, there's a few midweek games. Like um, Hibs are playing Morton. That could be quite an interesting game Wednesday night. Aye. Um, and then of course we get to Friday night football. 
BT Sport. Oh, do you know what I did forget to mention earlier? We forgot, and all the excitement we're talking about the charity bet and then moving on to the championship. Uh, Greg Spence didn't score first for Alloa. He didn't score at all for Alloa, actually. Um, Flanagan scored first of them. And the good thing, though, was we debated whether to pick Buchanan, and he never scored first for Levin either, so <laughs> it's not so bad there when that happens. Oh, well, but, uh, that's fine then. <laughs> but uh, you mentioned about midweek, so you've got Albion Rovers against his five as well tomorrow night in League One. Ah, yeah, I missed that. I was, like, there's, there's like games to hell in the League and Lower League as well, almost. Aye. Skimming the BBC website, see who's playing. Uh, but aye, as you mentioned, Friday is where the, the weekend action begins. Uh, Dundee at home to Aberdeen. Dundee 92. The draw is 3 to 1. Aberdeen 13 to 20. That's good value for Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Well, when Aberdeen went there in last season, uh, Aberdeen won pretty comfortably 3 1 after going a goal behind. So. They're a bit of Jekyll and Hyde on Andy. Sometimes they can play really well and sometimes they're rotten. Aye, I think since they returned to the, the top flight, we've been saying that about them. Yeah, um, they knocked you out a cup at Dens Park once, didn't they? Just recently, a couple of years ago. Aye, yeah. yeah. They still draw a fair amount of games at home. Yeah. Um, well, I would, do, I, I, I would take that because Celtic would still need to get a point in time, Catherine. I know you've got to win because you've obviously got a, a second place to play for. Yes. Absolutely, no doubt about it. We want to win. In terms of Europe, I don't think that makes any difference, though, does it? Like second and third are still going into. Nah, Europe, but you just want to finish above. Just want to oh, finish. Yeah, yeah, you want to finish. As high as you can. Uh, I think the only thing, I think if you win the cup, you get to go into a later round, don't you? That cup was thing. certainly the case this season. I have a nasty aye. feeling it's not next season. I think everybody's gone in the first round. Aye, well. So. But aye, what's your thoughts then, prediction? I think Aberdeen will probably win. Um, it'll be tight. I think it was on maybe 2-1. Aberdeen. Two, one. But, uh, I'll go 2-0 Aberdeen. And we'll keep a, a clean sheet on that one. Uh, Saturday, four fixtures. And start off with Rangers versus Motherwell. Rangers are 2-7. Draw is 5-1. Motherwell are 10-1. I think Rangers are win probably. Yeah, Rangers uh, will definitely win this. <laughs> Rangers have been doing it in Motherwell all season. I mean, every time Motherwell have even looked like they might get something against them, and bin it somehow. Now, to uh, be fair, yeah. that was under McGee, so I don't know what it would be like with Robinson, but uh, no, I'd still fancy Rangers to win. Um, again, it might be something reasonably close, I don't know. Um, so it's hard to tell what Kachinja's going to do with Rangers. So. Certainly going to be more direct. That's one thing that yeah. we noticed from the Hamilton game. Uh, a few folks said um, that. Which... I should favour them in terms of having a, an alternative plan of what to do. Uh, I'm going to go 3 1 Rangers. I'm still not sure about that. You're going 2 1 Rangers. Yeah. Um, Next stop. Aye. Next stop, you get a game whereby Party Thistle looking to cement their place in the top six. Ross County. Been struggling about recently. Yeah, four ahead of the bottom. So, if you look, Partick Thistle, pretty decent odds, I would say, at home. 21 to 20. Draw is 5 to 2, and County to 11 to 4. And Thistle have been in, in good form, unbeaten in the last five. Yeah, but they've been shipping weight goals, so this might be another drop. Might go 1 0. You've got 1 0. Eh. Uh, oh. 
Mm. No, is not aware that form recently has been decent enough. And your prediction of one all would tie in again. That's still under two and a half goals in Partick Thistle's last ten games. So, uh, yeah, I might go one all as well, actually. For that one. Um, we have Hamilton against St Johnston. Hamilton are 12 to 5. Ouch. The draw is, t- draw is 12 to 5, and St Johnston are 6 to 5. Mind you, as we've been saying for a while, St Johnston's away, for- away record is far better than their home record. Actually, they've got the yeah. best away record in the league apart from Celtic. Yeah, it's. Hamilton need to start packing a lot of points soon, but I don't see it in the last game. I think it'll be St Johnson to win this. I will go 2 0 uh, St Johnson. Uh, I'm going to go 1 0 St Johnson. Uh, win that one. Uh, last up Saturday, another game that's important for the relegation battle Inverness against Kilmarnock. Inverness 21 20, draws 5 2, and Kilmarnock 11 4. Both teams in kind of Slightly better form recently. Mm-hmm. Again, Inverness need the points. Um, but Kamala need them as well because they're trying to get in the top six. Aye. I'm going to go with Desmond 2 2. <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> you going to Desmond as well? Aye, is that what I was going for? It was a good chance. Can't believe I never did the old Desmond 2 0, but I did it properly. Desmond 2 2. Um, but aye. Sunday, potential that Celtic could clinch the title. Mm. Hearts six to one. The draw oh, nineteen what? aye. Draw is nineteen to five and Celtic are nine to twenty. Right. Hearts have either been garbage or brilliant at home this season. <laughs> uh, so They've only lost three at home. Right. So that's that's pretty big odds. But Wait, would you you think of the, the results that they've had um since uh Nielsen left? Uh, and the thing that sticks with us all thumbs a four one when they thump Rangers at home. Yeah. Uh, but the, there's been a couple of other results I've had. What? Aye. Over eight. But they've they dropped. Ha- they've been dropping points at home, which they weren't doing when Nielsen was there. Aye, they've lost two in the last six at home. Yeah. So. And Celtic basically just won every game. Yeah, but they've not been great. <laughs> um, wait, I mean. The last few kind of wins have been a bit tight. Uh, Dundee wasn't great. Maybe the international break of uh, done the likes of Sinclair and Dembele a bit uh, good, but it means to be seen. I don't even know if Dembele's been playing it with under twenty ones enough. But I think he was in the score, but I don't know. I've not seen. I don't know not whether many under twenty one teams have played yet because Scotland have yeah. still playing eh, under twenty ones. Uh, possibly. I know uh, Patrick Roberts scored for England the midweek. Right. Um, so I know he was away, but um, I don't know. I mean, I know Sinclair's not been doing much. So maybe a wee rest will done him some good. Uh, and Aye, well, a few Made his debut few against Hearts at Dinkastle at the start of the season. Aye. Well, I know a few of the Aberdeen boys that weren't in international duty were away on holiday, so a few days break. So McInnes obviously decided to give him a few, a few of them a wee rest again. Yeah, fair enough. Because Shea Logan was in Dubai and Shinny was in Spain, so. Need difference, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, right, so I think, I think this, this game's live in Sky. No, this game's definitely live in Sky because they were talking about it during the Scotland game. Uh, after off kick off. Um, yeah, I think Celtic will win. I wasn't going to say anything else. 
I think I, I think it'll be a close game again. I think it'll be a repeat of the result from the start of the season. I'll say two one Celtic. Two one. I'm going to go three one Celtic. Over that one. So I don't, I, I don't it, think Hearts will be as bad as they were at Celtic Park. I, I, I think no. They're, they're better old, much better home. Ah, you know, I think it'll be though the fact. I suppose obviously they're not going to a title party, but I think Celtic will put a, a right good performance to yeah, secure it. I think the fact that Celtic can actually secure it might be the thing that kicks us over the line because they'll be a wee bit more up for it, a wee bit more up for getting it there and then. Um, unless Aberdeen lose, <laughs> and then it doesn't matter uh, what happens, and then they might not care. <laughs> the fans will just go for a party. Uh, so see from that list of games we want to pick St Johnson at 6-5 yes aye I think there's a good bet though when you consider their away record so St Johnson at 6-5 I don't know where to back the draw and then Vaness come on at game or look elsewhere and see what there is um, when we look down the leagues no. got Hibs are not that good. Hibs are not that good. Well, oh, actually, Hibs are doing fairly 3 to 4. Oh, aye. Oh, well. that's decent. That's not bad. That's better than I thought it was going to be. I don't know whether we would just want to go with that double. Or whether we go for anything else. I, I that's going to be roughly about 40 quid. I would think. Maybe, maybe no. 30 or 50. Aye, no far off it. Uh, it's alright. Good matter. Aye, let's just Give, go give that, a recent record. Aye, let's just stick with that. I don't know. <laughs> let's just see if we can get someone in the pot at this point. And then. Goal scorers. I don't know whether Tony Andrew at Dundee United, whether he could be a shout. A way to Queen of the South. Uh, hmm. Aye. Put your head up in the air, Dres. I'm not staying out smear. I want to hope Melbourne over. You could stick with Greg's bench. See if we might do it this time. We could. The other one was maybe thinking was there's Elgin and Berwick. I can't remember who's the Elgin striker that scores. Or if they have got one that scores regularly. They might not actually. If I we could just go expense. But Sutherland to Elgin? Yeah. Oh, well, that could be a pick. Aye, let's go Sutherland to Elgin. Happy with that? Aye, go for it. There we go. Aye. Not, oh no, I'm wait a minute. Not Sutherland doesn't yet. No, Sutherland is not Elgin, Elgin is he? What? Is he? <laughs> ah, yes. We've been it's before. weird. <laughs> it's just because the SPFL, I was looking at League 2 there, and then it had the top scorers, but then it was showing the league table for League 1. A bit weird. But I will go with we'll Sutherland. Uh, Odds will follow on that one later in the week. Yep. And that should conclude the podcast. Uh, we, we might potentially have quite an amusing title as well. <laughs> we'll see. But aye, just coming on with this. A certain substitution. Aye. aye. In case anybody's got as far in the podcast, they go, why? Why, why have they put that? 
Aye, it, yeah. Check the substitution towards the end of the game. The the, the one that was specifically mentioned actually when he came on in the eighty second minute. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. So I cheers anyway. Uh, and I'm assuming you'll be one to be on next week if Auckland's go well for Celtic. Uh fingers crossed, yeah. Aye. Make a one even if don't. Aye. I make the night off. <laughs> Talk to myself. Hi. <laughs> well, let's White face it. Uh, if it goes that way, then uh, you and John and Amy should all be hiding. <laughs> so yeah. I might need to talk to myself. I know. Hey, well. Hi. Cheers, Chris. Right, cheers, John. Cheers. <laughs>